Welcome to Driven by Purpose with Macanjola Davis, an M. Davis Project podcast where knowledge never grows gray. Here is today's broadcast, Broken to be Humbled. It is a beautiful thing to humble ourselves. It shows we value virtues over pride, while it is another thing for humility to be enforced on us, which often comes with ugly experiences. No storm comes to build, but to destroy. It typically comes to draw or pull something out of us, or to destroy what is detrimental to our lives which we may ignorantly be holding on to. For instance, if you think your life depends on anything, storm may hit from nowhere for God to prove you wrong that the only thing your life depends on, and that you can't live without, is His grace. Similarly, pride is hard for any individual to accept they have one. And the only way pride can bow in our lives often comes in a hard way through storms that can humble us. Where moral deformity takes over us like pride, it is never conquered easily in anyone's life except our peace is obstructed. That is why God allows circumstantial situations to humble us. No matter how tough we are, we will break, just as He did in the life of Job. God doesn't take pleasure in our destruction. In every human personality are some kinds of erratic habits that are called weaknesses, which have destroyed many lives beyond comprehension. You can't hold on to pride without pitfall. That is why God sends storms into our individual lives, by which the turbulence it produces can only be enough to shake off those impelling habits driving us to hell. I don't chase after women, and not because I don't like them as individuals, but I stay as far as possible from anything that can lead to any emotional attachment most especially when I was still a bachelor. I don't really drink anything except water and fruits that I eat. It is not because I don't like to drink, but I place my priority first on my health and those that may stumble through me. Likewise, I don't chase after excessive living, but enough that I need which others can be blessed through me. Therefore, drinking or womanizing was never a thing I struggled with aside from smoking, which I later quit willingly through grace about 21 years ago. Therefore, that I was going to be broken at first by God in my life was never through all the aforementioned. The very first time that God would break me, it was a unique and pathetic experience. I was broken from pride when I gloried in myself about my work some years ago before I even thought of making any public writing. I was only writing for my church publications as at then. It was in the year 2015. I lost it all. That was when pride came over me. I was going through some of my first set of write-ups when I started making my writing public. I never knew when I started glorying in myself and my abilities. I took the glory that belonged to God, all of it. I had all the write-ups on my tablet, but without a backup. Unfortunately, I didn't know what came over me. I went to the settings on my tablet and clicked on Restore Factory Settings. Everything I had labored to write wiped out without one left. When I came back to my senses, it was strange to me why I was that foolish. But would you believe my pride grew more wings, as if that was never enough to break me? I did as Samson did, getting back on his feet to face the Philistines, not knowing he had lost all the power he had. I went back to my desk to write again, and I said to myself with confidence that I wrote them all by myself, and I could write them again, which was about 180 articles then. Would you believe I had never felt so empty in my life more than this very day? There was nothing left in my brain except folly, ignorance, and ashes. I was outrightly dumb and ridiculously empty. I scribbled some words and they made no sense. Then I realized I had lost it all. I immediately came to the realization that the hand of God was against me, and that there was nothing I could do on my own without His grace upon me. I shared my experience with an old friend, 
who told me I was nobody to bear the wrath of God. She asked me to plead for mercy. Hence, I was praying every day until the fourth day, when God restored it with double portion. Since that day, I learnt my lessons, and I have never struggled to write with my pen on any subject of interest. I was actually very fortunate because my experience didn't go the same dimension as with that of Job. The man called Job in the scripture wouldn't have lived to share his story. That God called Job a righteous man didn't mean he was without a sin. That didn't mean he lived a life without a blemish or without getting anything wrong in his entire life. The adversity that God permitted in the life of Job was to humble him and correct his warped view about God. Before terror befell Job, he saw everything he had as what he earned and deserved from God through handwork. He believed he earned it all through sweat and not through grace. At the end, he was broken. More reasons God asked him, Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Believing in good works without grace makes you a disciple of legalism. That was who Job was at a stage in his life. And that is common among many Christians today. Having strict, literal, or excessive conformity to the law or to a religious or moral code is very dangerous because you will lose God on sight. If you struggle as Job did to comprehend why in any area of your life, it may be for a reason you have to be broken to humble you. Never attach too much importance to yourself, and always remember you are nothing without grace. It is either we humble ourselves, or we are humbled by life itself, which isn't always a palatable experience. May the spirit of humility rule over that of the spirit of pride in us all. Amen.